It has been a while. Definitely it has. I think maybe the headphones and the mic have gotten me giddier than usual. <laughs> what is your usual <laughs> level of giddiness? Uh, um, what is giddiness measured by? I have no idea. Like, I, I mean, like amps, like like um, decibels, like not that. What's the giddiness scale? Scale. Let's just hmm. let's just make it up right now. I don't think there is one really. Hmm. I feel like. Um, I'm on the verge of, you know, whenever you think of something, you just start laughing. You're on the verge of an epiphany? Uh, no, no. Like when you're supposed to be quiet, like at, at church or at school or at a meeting, and the, the expectation is you're listening, you're not talking, mm -hmm. but you get something stuck in your head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you Do you have the giggles right now? Ooh, I might. <laughs> How many, okay, so we just got coffee. How many cups of coffee did you have before we got uh, coffee? I'll tell you, but I have to Kill add, me. no, that I woke up early. So it's not like at the start of the day I had a gazillion cups of coffee. It's that I woke up at 545 because that's the school time wake up since we're in school mode now. Mm -hmm. I had a full cold brew. Okay. And then after I dropped Luke off, before I dropped Laurel off, my cup was mostly empty, so I added a little bit more. Okay. So maybe a cup and a half. And so then this latte is just the second, the second half. Maybe third. <laughs> I had enough coffee that math is a problem, right? Ooh, that's bad, because I really like math. I know, I'm good at That's good. That's good. Kind of feels like a, a cleanse. A cleanse. There we go. Not like a gross cleanse. I would hope not. Oh, man. See, see it's not a system. It's still there. I can't help it. I can't help it. I imagined our return to podcasting do you, do you? today to be very like sophisticated, and we had all these we learned these, these we learned enlightened our, uh, you know concepts and things mm -hmm. that we learned over the summer that we were going to bring to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but maybe we've digressed into into uh, some real you know visceral humanity yeah. here. Yeah. Um, How's it going? How's your how's your how's your day? How's your how's your week been? Yes. We're recording on a Thursday. Is that was that different for us? When did we record? No, no, no. we we were Thursdays. Thursdays. See how long it's been? It's weird. Yeah. It feels strange. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. It's good. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're in September, so we've my little family has established some new routines with cool. the start of the school year. Um. And it's been good. It's been really awesome. good. That's great. It feels well oiled already. Okay. You know, which 
I'm grateful for and recognize that that's an anomaly because mm-hmm. there have been years where, where that's it wasn't well oiled yeah. till yeah. December and then we go on break and everything's turned upside down again. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. I've, I've definitely um, experienced that maybe not with um, a family of my own, so to speak, but even I think just in certainly in ministry and just in professional life, I think mm-hmm. that's a, a, you know, kind of the ebbs and flows of our society, right? Things kind of kick yeah. off in the fall. Yeah. They, they follow the academic year. And I think yeah. that's a big piece of what people experience. We haven't prayed yet. We <gasps> do that. So I'm going to go get my guitar. I'm going to pause, pause this and uh, we're, we're going to pray. And if this makes it into the podcast, um, we'll be right back after we pray. If this makes it into the podcast. <laughs> oh. How's it going? Chop chop. We're in Good. a new we're in a new place. We're in a new place. It's a new season of and our podcast. It's a new season. There are three coffee pots just within my eyesight. They're not full or anything, but it's just a nice little it's like it's like a nice Is it like having decor. crucifixes around? It is. It is. Like, it is. It's just like oh like my Jesus are is here. gonna help you my friends through are the here. day. Yeah. Coffee's gonna help you through even the day. Even though there's no coffee in them and they might not even be plugged in. Just seeing them there is bringing me a sense of comfort. That's fair. I get that. A knownness. You feel seen. I might be taking it a little bit too far. You feel seen by I the do. coffee. Yeah. yeah. I do. Well, yeah. Um, that's good. We're in a new place because we're now uh, in a portable building, so you won't hear the wind uh, whipping through the ceiling tiles anymore, um, which I don't know. I if, don't know if anybody heard that. You I, have you, supersonic you, ears. I, I, if, I just have real picky ears. It's mm-hmm. kind of a blessing and a curse. Um, I would say the rest of the population does not. Well, go back and listen to some of those season one episodes. If you turn it up, mm-hmm. you'll you'll hear it, uh, especially when we're not talking. Oh. I'm a little burpy. Burpy? Yeah. Mm. Is so, it coffee burpy? It is. See, I feel like that's a, that's, a, that's a pleasant aftermath of the Aftermath. <laughs> yep. Um... But no, so we're, uh, it's the first podcast episode of a new season. I don't know if any of this is going to make it in the episode, but it's, it mm. seems like a, a very natural progression into uh, kind of talking about, uh, you know, how life is and where we're at. We're in a portable building that's an old portable building, but it's new to us. And, um, it's kind of a nice little, um, kind of, uh, ret- retreated space. Retreated. I like that. Uh, on the St. Vincent de Paul property. We're still here at St. Vincent de Paul and, yeah. uh, still enjoying, um, our time here in our space here. There's been some change here at the parish and some change over the summer, just in ministry and things like that. Everything yeah. feels very fresh and new to me. I don't know if you get that Interesting. Sense. Um, and then, uh, too, you know, uh, I don't know about you. My summer was really packed when I think about it mm-hmm. and I don't know that I really, um, Unpacked. <laughs> I don't know that I really, uh, uh, had the summer that I expected to have on, you know, when we, when we last said hello we to parted. our, to our podcast listeners, speaking of hello, podcast listeners, hello, podcast it's listeners. great oh, we to have be listeners. interacting I with hope. you once again. <laughs> and, uh, we do, we do. I think we do. Um, I've had a couple of folks ask me when, uh, this first episode is going to be coming out. And I haven't really been able to give them a date because we kind of put it off been, um, over in, the summer. In the terms of Matt likes to use this term a lot, kicking the can. Yeah. We've we been kicking the can a little bit. Mm-hmm. We've been meeting up and saying, all right, what are we going to talk about? How's this going to go? Yeah. 
Okay, next week. And having a lot of plans, and then <laughs> things have just kind of marinated. Life has been real lifey. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I feel like we did this um, whole, uh, like, ramping up for stuff, and then and then things just kind of fizzle, mm-hmm. you know, just like with life. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that whole, it, it gets you a little, a little seasick. Yeah. I feel like we've been... COVID focused, COVID focused, COVID focused, and then, um, and then here comes a friggin' hurricane, and then I I feel real shifty and, ooh, got to get my bearings right. Sure. And uh, I don't know, that's weird. And then we did virtual school, and now we're in school, and so it feels different and mm-hmm. weird and good, but um, like a little surprising that oh we've done this before. Yeah. Because it's a yeah. new. It's like the world has, um, it's not, it hasn't been continuing to go. There were some pauses in there that sure. were really long. Sure. Which makes everything feel a little different. Mm-hmm. It also feels like, um, you know, when you, when you, you grew up in New Orleans, I'm assuming you've been on a boat before, but like, I have. Like if you, if you're out in a boat and, and maybe you're out there, I don't know, four or five hours, right? Like long That's enough to quote, good, get James. your sea legs and then you get, off the boat and it feels like you're still in the boat and it feels like you're still in the boat i feel like uh i feel like that's where our society is right now with with covid with a lot of things like we're we're kind of trying to um to to get our legs back under us to to find some stability Um, but they're just keep you know more things keep coming sort of you know on on the on the horizon or or even sometimes like like it seems like bad stuff is is popping up like right here and now and we're not really expecting it or preparing for it because we're already dealing with that underlying bad stuff of this virus so it's like we're not accepting any new bad stuff applicants right now thank you very much yeah i you know you you mentioned the hurricane and our prayers are with everyone in louisiana and in the path of hurricane ida that, that did so much damage and um it almost feels like uh something that's like on the back burner because as a, as a society, as a culture, we don't really have the bandwidth to like deal with mm-hmm. it. You know, I mean, you know, they're, they're talking about, um, this storm and kind of the destructive power of it. And, and certainly there were some differences between Ida and Katrina mm-hmm. and some different things that happened with Katrina that, that caused more, um, damage uh, more or... damage for a, 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 in a wider path, right? Longer period yeah. of time. Um, but lots of people's lives have been seriously and dramatically affected yeah. by Ida, I, I don't really feel like uh, there's, I, I, I know that people care, but I feel like that is a, is a kind of a limited resource. Like our humanity yeah. right now is a little bit of a limited resource. And so, you know, everybody's, um, I feel mm. like the attitude generally is not that people don't care, but that there's, there's less time to really emote, right? Emote. We're, we're, we're having to we're having to just kind of hmm. suck it up and like deal with things, right? And yeah. And when we, when we don't emote, even as a society, I think people get angry and grumpy, and and life gets that much harder, right? It's it's it just can. like with your own your own yeah. emotions, your own personality. Um, I noticed that this summer. I also did notice a lot of real beauty in the world this summer. There um, is. And and just uh, we're gonna kind of talk about. Um, you know, how life has been and, and I think touch a little bit on prayer today as well. Um, but our, uh, our collective 
sort of uh, experience, you know, at least from from my perspective, uh, kind of looking at the world, um, and and I, I'd love to hear your perspective as well, has been that you know people are tired, mm-hmm. right? They're tired, and and one of the beautiful things about um, our God uh, is that that's kind of his bread and butter, right? That's kind of the place where he wants to be the most present to us, where he really encourages us um, to, uh, even if sometimes like we, we, we kind of earmark his love or his grace as like the last resort. Okay. I'll, mm. I'm only going to really pay attention to God when I absolutely need him. When I don't yeah. have, you know, it's that old quote of there are no atheists in foxholes, right? Like, right. like when things are really bad, um, then I'll pay attention yeah. to God. God will take Back that. I'll call him. Yeah. yeah. God, but God will take that, right? Jesus will take that mm-hmm. and he'll say, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's, let's carry this cross together, even though it's, you know, um, I'm sure Jesus would have loved for us, you know, he, he would love for us to just always be turning to him. That's mm-hmm. the point, right? But he knows that our humanity, our human nature, um, you know, we, we get distracted and we get lost and so we get um, complacent. Right. And, yeah. and so, you know, when we need him, and this is kind of the thing that I've learned this summer in, in, in the hills and valleys of it, right, uh, is that he's there. Mm-hmm. He's there. And, and having to be reminded of that is a lesson that I think he really enjoys teaching yeah. us, right? It's a lesson that we constantly need to, to be hearing and learning and, and, and digesting. Um, but he's always there to teach it and he's always there to teach it in a really positive and, and, and joyful way. So, yeah. um, he's good to us. Yeah. I, I have, have you, you know, coming from the family perspective, seeing, uh, your, you know, your hometown sort of again in the news, mm-hmm. uh, in everybody's, um, vision because of another hurricane, uh, where, where have you, where have you, kind of seen God this summer where have you seen him um you know in in the in those relationships in those in those feelings good question wow um I see him everywhere I I want to brag on um the people of New Orleans for a second when I say New Orleans I'm kind of including the whole southeast region um any any Cajun Creole people who live in that area, because I when you when you mention um, that God doesn't tire of our needing His help, asking for things, um, that kind of thing, and as a society, it feels like we're being bombarded with with um, just this prolonged virus situation, and then feeling a little bit like we're being kicked down while we're down with. Mm-hmm with the hurricane, I just see so much, and I don't know, I've kind of boycotted the news, but um, I stay on the social media and have lots of friends from back home still, and I just see so many good stories, Mm -hmm. and just the quality of people who have been kicked while they're down, that continue to give and see Jesus and things. Um, I have to share with you my mom, uh, I talked to her yesterday and she just, her perspective, like she's, she's positive goals, right? Mm-hmm. She just always seems to see the, the brightness, the light in mm-hmm. the situation, which I'm claiming as God. When I talked to her yesterday, 
so they're they're back home. Um, they have electricity, so that's a big deal where they live because there's still a lot of people without. Um, so they're thankful but respectful because they realize that not everybody is in the same place. Um, there's uh, grocery stores are open till like five o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. closed after that, so they can restock, go home, and and be respectful to the people who don't have electricity, those types of things. Uh, Schools aren't in session yet because there's still lots of damage to the schools. So my nephews are at her house helping her take down the siding that has, you know, kind of fallen, tree limbs, getting all those things to the street. Mm -hmm. Do you know what she's so thankful for? This could be difficult. She's like, Nikki, the trash passed twice this week. Wow. And I know that that's a big deal Mm -hmm. because for Katrina, it was just, there were refrigerators on the curb. Mm -hmm. There were limbs. There were parts of people's homes. And it just kept stacking up. There were weeks that went by where the trash didn't pass Mm -hmm. because the infrastructure was just still not up and running. So it's like for, for, it's quintessential my mom to see that and she's like I'm just so happy that the trash has passed twice this week like we're putting trash out and they're taking it away and she just feels clean and cleansed Mm -hmm. and um, ready to to do more and Mm -hmm. that helps her to help others which you know she just does I don't even remember what your question was. Well, just, just, I, I mean, I, Where have I, I think you, Jesus? I think you answered it beautifully. Yeah. I mean, in, in those, in those moments of life, um, you know, it's a very, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a tenet of every spirituality, right. But certainly in Ignatian spirituality, um, you know, kind of, kind of witnessing the incarnate Christ, right. Meaning mm-hmm. like that Christ is taken flesh and certainly theologically that means, you know, like baby Jesus born in a manger, Jesus living, um, you know, as a, as a human being. Um, but it also means, you know, experiencing God in everyday life, experiencing his grace and, and allowing that experience to, um, to make you tear up a little bit, allowing that spirit, that experience to make you feel and to, to, to hopefully leave you, um, with a sense of his presence and a sense of his love, um, that is really tangible and that is really um, life affirming and maybe even life altering, right? It could, because mm-hmm. if you've, if you've, um, uh, I'll, I'll kind of relate this to something that I experienced this summer. Um, we, we took uh, several of our teens on a, on a mission trip and uh, we're going to talk about it in a, in a later episode. Um, I'm hoping to, to interview some of the participants and, and things like that. But um, one of the homes that we worked at, uh, we worked with, with some people that are in the, essentially are living in poverty and they need mm-hmm. help, right? And one of the homes that we worked at was a, um, a situation where um, uh, a husband and wife um, essentially were, were hoarders, right? And, mm-hmm. and it was very difficult, and I, I don't mean that in a derogatory way at all. There were some, some, real, um, uh, some real difficult, I think, emotional and psychological stuff behind that behavior, yeah. right? And um, it was it was hard for this family, the, the the husband especially, to to throw away so much accumulated, yeah. essentially garbage, right stuff. Um, but I think, you know, the fact that a bunch of strangers and most of them teenagers showed up and were so joyful, mm-hmm. and and not to like toot our own horn or anything, we we relied on the grace of God and the grace of a lot of other people to, to be there. Right. But, 
um, that we showed up and that we were so happy to be helping him sort aluminum cans. Yeah. Right. And, and so happy to be pulling weeds out of their front yard and, and, you know, doing these different things that that by the end of the week, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily about, um, the stuff, right. It wasn't necessarily about the, 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 the work, the physical work that we accomplished, Mm -hmm. but, but the person that, that we all got to meet in that, Mm-hmm. in that action yeah. right sort of in that experience and and that person is is Christ that person is is God the creator of the universe and that's mm-hmm. um i think i think that's where a lot of our hearts are kind of avoiding going right now in so many different places in the world that we're we're looking around at all of these tough situations and all of these difficult things and we're not recognizing that God is already there right that God is already mm-hmm in the midst of that, in the midst of our suffering, in the midst of, of, um, of our, you know, the things that we perceive as failures or the things that we perceive as okay. so wrong with the world or whatever that the Jesus is, is really, is really there. And mm-hmm. he's really there, um, in something that maybe seems so small in everyday life to have someone come pick up your trash once a week. Mm-hmm. Right. But it is such a beautiful thing that you're, um, that your, your mom recognizes like the power of the Holy Spirit in that, yeah. the, the power of God recognizes that, that God is like looking out for her in that small thing. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a huge lesson in that. And, and I think, um, that's something that we can all kind of, kind of s- s- sit back in our own lives and go, man, I, I have electricity or I have a roof over my head or, I have, you know, a job or I have a car or I have, you know, all of these things maybe that I take for granted that are not, it's not necessarily about, um, shame and kind of saying, Oh, you take that for granted. It's about saying, no, I'm going to give God his due, Mm, right. That mm -hmm. he has blessed me with these things and kind of recognizing those blessings, um, on a daily basis. Sometimes even like I, I need like an hourly, right. I'll be grateful for something and turn right around and lament something else right and you know um that gratitude feels so much better it does and and it's so much more fruitful in my relationship with god and my relationship with other people um when i'm when i'm grateful it is but i i think you know just that he makes himself available to us Mm -hmm. all the time he he knows he knows you know yeah and i'm just thankful that um and I guess I pray that I keep my eyes open to, to be aware mm-hmm. of when he, of his presence, because, you know, he's always there. He makes yeah, that promise. Absolutely. But I'm not always looking. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, and, and that's, that's, that's part of our human nature, right? Yeah. Is to, is to not be looking all the time. Um, and that's part of his nature is to constantly be trying to get our attention. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that in and of itself is a, is a beautiful thing. That's yeah. like, that's kind of the definition of our salvation in a lot of ways is that God remains. He remains there. He remains committed to, to seeing us mm-hmm. and to hearing us and to, to, to working, to, to help us to hear him and to see him, uh, to, and to having that relationship. Um, we, uh, you know, this, this summer, uh, our little break that we've kind of taken, I think you and I have talked, we've both, um, experienced some, some highs and lows. We both had to, uh, 
uh, turn to God for prayer in some different ways. Sometimes um, it's been a really positive, fun experience. Sometimes it it hasn't been. Some you know sometimes it's been that tough you know God where are you kind of prayer. Um, I, I wonder if if especially you know kind of coming back and, and welcoming um, uh, our 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 fringe you know listeners. A ragamuffin. Uh, our, our, our ragamuffins welcoming them back. Were you trying to avoid back. that word? Or did you just no, 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 it? not okay. at all. Not at all. It's like, ooh. I was actually, I was actually kind of letting you say it. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, but welcoming our, our, our ragamuffins back in, into, you know, this conversation that we, we are continuing to have about, um, uh, about God and how much he loves us and, and sort of being on the, um, I don't say necessarily the fringes of his church, but, but understanding uh that there's no perfect way right to mm-hmm. um like no no one no one has a perfect a perfect path or or no one gets it right all the time uh and so just kind of keep that in mind right a, a little um if maybe this is your first time listening to us we're we're not necessarily about um uh preaching to the choir um if yeah. you have if you felt like you uh, maybe have missed an opportunity with God or, or you're, you're not as close to him as you want to be, or maybe you don't believe in him at all. Like we just encourage you to keep listening and to keep on, um, wondering, keep on asking searching, questions, searching, being curious, mm-hmm. you know, cause I think that, um, I mean, well, curiosity may have killed the cat, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with being curious about no, your, your faith and figuring things out. Cause that leads to, um, lots of discoveries and, and you know he's he's got wonderful things for us. Absolutely. So so we've we've kind of um, hopefully here kind of cultivated uh, this this our little nook, right? Our little corner. I like our vocabulary word. Yeah. I like cultivate. I like nook. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very distracted. No, that's okay. Um, but we've kind of cultivated this place where we hope you can feel good about um, asking your questions. And maybe that conversation is internal. Maybe it's one-on-one with you and God, but we, mm. we want you to know that, um, that that's the purpose of this conversation that we have. If you're uh, listening to us on your commute or as part of your prayer time, or just because you stumbled across, you know, our, our podcast on Spotify uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, we just encourage you to be having that conversation with God. And, and if you, um, if you are someone that's like habitually late to church and you can't seem to like put it all together the way that next person can, or, or the person sitting two pews in front of you can, um, know that God loves you. Know that, no uh, big whoop. exactly. No big whoop. It's there, no big whoop. There are lots of us out there that are in that, that same boat. And not just um, that, but I want to say also the shame attached to, you know, I'm not the best Christian out there. I made mistakes here. I mean, I just think, you know, l- let that go, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that to me, by the way. Yeah. Because yeah. whenever I feel like I'm not measuring up to what ideals I have for Nikki, the Christian, then I'm like, Ugh, and it's just a poopy party. A and poopy that's so party. bad. Yeah, it is. It is. It's no fun. Poopy party. No one likes a poopy party. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. That's funny. Um, uh, it's but true. So anyway, so that's a little a little recap, a little summary of kind of where we're at. And, uh, um, you know, as we, I think as we both kind of went along this summer and we experienced some of these different things, uh, a lot of the same lessons that we've we've talked about before kept on coming up and that's that you know for for me this summer um i really 
had some powerful moments with God uh, in my my personal prayer life. And I, I think I've shared before, um, I'm someone who I find it much easier to pray with other people mm-hmm. than I do by myself. I find it difficult to kind of to keep that prayer appointment every day. I find it difficult to know the Ooh, right words to say. I, I, I find it really tough to, you know, I, I immediately start criticizing my own words when I'm praying on my own, right? Jesus, like, am I praying, am I praying the right thing? Am I praying the wrong thing? Right. That kind of thing. Like, That's and I, right. and I know, I know in a very practical sense, like there's not a perfect way to pray. Like mm-hmm. I know that. And, 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 and you know, you already have a speech ready for if one of your teens comes up to you and says, I don't think I'm praying the right way. I don't think I'm using the right words. And you would have this beautiful little thing to say to them I that hope you're so. forgetting to say to yourself. Well, the thing is, well, here's the thing. I, I don't forget to say it to myself. I need it just as much as anyone else. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So I think there's a, there's a, um, kind of a, uh, I, I, I heard recently like, okay, we're all on the path, this path to God, but we're all at different places in the path. And also, and this was something that kind of, kind of made me think a little bit. We're also all on different paths. It's the path to God, oh. right? But we're all in, and we're all, you know, at different places. We're not places. on the same interstate at yeah. different mile markers. Yeah. Some of us are on completely different roads, Yes, but all yes. leading to the same thing. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, so, so the, the, the comfort that that gave me was comparison uh, is not a thing that God cares about. Right. He, it is not a thing that enters into the equation of, of at least for him, of, of his relationship with you, right? He doesn't, he doesn't look at, you know, at you and then look at someone else and then look at pastor so-and-so and stack then, ranking us. yeah there's no and there's there's no ranking right like god has created that path you for you for yeah <laughs> um yeah because it's because i'm scared yeah me too me too where do i fall exactly Ooh. exactly and and um so so that gave me a lot of comfort in just kind of recognizing okay well maybe those things that i really question in in my personal prayer life with god maybe those things that i really question are the the things that i need to be leaning into Right. And, and not because, um, they feel wrong, but because maybe they need some practice. Mm. Maybe God is calling me to like, wants you to give it attention. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and give it attention in a really positive way, in a way that hopefully is very, is very edifying. And our, um, terminology Mm -hmm. and these days, would you say you're leaning into it? Yes. Trying to, (laughs) trying to. So, so I had, so I had a really, um, on that mission trip, uh, it was a week long, we were really blessed to be at a, um, we were at the Basilica of Our Lady of San Juan, uh, which is an awesome nice. place. We were really blessed to, they, they let us use their retreat house behind the oh, Basilica. Wow. Uh, so we had a chapel uh, with the Blessed Sacrament oh, all to ourselves wow. all week long, right? So I got to go in there in the morning and like just sit in front of the, the Blessed Sacrament was literally I I got out of bed I put pants on I walked downstairs you know what I mean like it was just right there Jesus was right there um and I found myself alone uh speaking out loud to the blessed sacrament in prayer it was something that just just kind of happened it wasn't like the first time I've ever done it but it was the first time that I've really felt not self-conscious about it Mm. and what I kind of recognized in that moment um in those moments, and especially that Monday and Tuesday, kind of the first couple of times that I did it, um, was 
not a not an audible response, but a very tangible response, right? Like uh, feeling isn't the only thing. It's not the only thing we should measure the success of our mm-hmm. prayer life by, right? Uh, feeling is actually not a real good measure because our emotions can get clouded. Um, our, our feelings can get, you know, distorted. Um, but I think it is kind of the first step for a lot mm-hmm. of people. And it's the first step for me. I felt uh, something different. I, I would leave those experiences feeling something different. And, and um, you know, to, to have that alone time kind of be the place that felt the most fertile uh, on a on a trip that was so so powerful and so much fun and all that um, was really cool. That's something that yeah. I really haven't experienced before. And and I I, I bring that up not because um, not not because that's what you know everybody needs to do, but really just to kind of put out there once again, wherever you're at in your mm-hmm. prayer life, wherever you're at in your relationship with God, wherever you're at, especially, you know, considering all of the crazy stuff that's going on in the world, like we talked about, um, there, there is, there is a next step in your path. There mm-hmm. is something that God is calling you to, um, that is maybe going to feel awkward is maybe going to feel different. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there. There's, there's something that God is calling you to that is not going to hurt. Okay. okay. And a lot of times when God, I mean, Jesus in the scriptures, like he uses the words like pruning, right? And he says the father, oh, yeah. like, like, that sounds like painful. takes an ax to the roots of this tree oh. and all this, like, right? And it sounds like, that's oh, it's going to be, that's going to hurt, right? But I just kind of realized in those moments, the father is always tender. Mm. He is always, you know, he always has open arms. He's always willing to receive us. Now, we might have to deal with the consequences of some sinful action. We might have to deal with shame. We might have to deal with guilt. We might have to deal with, you know, whatever um, negative emotions we might be wrapped up in, right? Uh, depending on kind of where we're at in life. But that step of just talking to God feels so good. Mm-hmm. It's such a positive thing. And, and God has made it such a unique um, and positive thing uh, that I, you know, I look back on my life and I, and there's, there's no times really that I can remember where I didn't feel better or I didn't feel, um, uh, at least as good as I did before I went into a, an experience and an, an encounter mm-hmm. with God. Right. I, there's virtually every time I felt better Right. And, and having kind of given something to God, giving that time, giving that prayer to him. Um, sometimes I felt incomplete. Sometimes I felt like, well, I went to confession. I didn't, you know, I, I, I kind of held back in confession. Right. Well, is that on God? No, that's on me. <laughs> right. So so that negative kind of feeling is is me sort of, you know, putting my hands up you know, and, and, and yeah. saying, God, you know, no thanks. Right. And. And as I kind of leaned into that feeling over the course of that week, I realized, you know, there's, there's never really been a time in my life where in prayer, God has, you know, God has told me no, right. I've, I've felt, I've felt, um, abandoned. I've felt lost. I've felt, you know, uncomfortable. I've felt all those things, but giving those feelings to God, giving the things that are kind of making me feel that way, giving those things to God, um, has always helped. It's always been something that has made me 
made me better. Yeah. It's, it's brought me closer to him. So, um, be, be very, very encouraged that if, if, you know, the, as the craziness of the world continues to be present, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. As the world continues to be crazy, um, you know, God is still bigger. God is still bigger than he all those is. things. And, and, and in fact, um, you know, these, uh, it's, it's all over the epistles, all, all over St. Paul's writings that when we have these issues, um, that the point of these issues is that we turn to God is that we mm. let God, you know, love us, right? yeah. love us through these things. So, um, very good. I like that. Yeah. Let me, let me reflect something to you. Okay. You feel a little bit like, or you said you may struggle with prayer in your own, whereas you've flourish or feel more comfortable in the group setting type of thing. And you leaned into it on your uh, mission trip. Mm-hmm. And God was just so gracious with you yeah, and let you know, hey, thanks for leaning into it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk for God right now, which is completely inappropriate. But cool. if I, if I, if, if I understand his heart at all, I would think he's saying, hey, thank you for trusting that that was something I was calling you to. Mm-hmm. And even though you might be a little hesitant, afraid or whatever the feelings were that caused you to kind of put me um, a little bit to the side, if you were by yourself, thank you for coming to me. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that God's... Uh, all of our... All of our emotions, every, every, I mean, everything about who we are, right, as human beings, uh, comes from God. We're made mm-hmm. in His image and likeness, and so I think that the the, the the feelings, the emotions, the actions that we take that make us feel the most connected to Him, I think He He feels the most connected to us in those mm-hmm. actions as well. Yeah, right? and and so it's kind of like the circuit's complete. Exactly, right? So so that. This- that idea that gratitude can do so much in our own lives, I, I'm I'm sure. I mean, logically, it just makes sense that that's reflected in God. God mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. God is grateful because He wants us home with Him. He wants us to be <gasps> oh, right home with Him. He wants us to yeah. be complete yeah. in Him. Um, you know, say, at, at mm-hmm. the end of John's Gospel, Jesus says, you know, so that, that your 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 joy may be complete. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's kind of the purpose of His mission, right? And, and our, our joy is not what Jesus is talking about is our joy isn't really complete until we're in heaven, until yeah. we're completely, you know, um, back where we're supposed to be, where we were made to be with the father. Um, but in this life, we can allow God to affirm us. We can mm-hmm. allow God to say, you know, thank you. We can allow God to, to, um, you know, like how, how beautiful is it that we allow God to, to, to wash our feet, to take care of us, mm-hmm. to, to, to kind of, you know, wrap us up and, and to, and to hold us. Right. Those are, those are all, um, very sort of like, those are the actions of a servant. Those are the actions of a, of a, um, yep. of a, a, an attentive mother or father, right. Yeah. Um, someone who really, really loves us. And so, uh, that was definitely one of those, one of those, feelings that I got in those moments was God, God's happiness, his gratitude at me just being present to him in that, in that way that was so new for me and God recognizing, you know, James, this was a big step, right? And, and, and 
him, you know, affirming that in those, in that time. You know, hey, um, boo, I got you. Yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I want to, uh, I want to take a little bit. So, so be fortified, be affirmed in wherever you're at in your prayer life mm-hmm. with God. And like, uh, like your mom in New Orleans, um, mm-hmm. Who I met over the summer. You met my mama. She was she's very At cool. Andrew's graduation party. Very yes. very cute, adorable. Yeah. Um, as as was your dad. Um, <laughs> like you know, recognizing God in those in those uh, maybe mundane things, mm-hmm. right? But recognizing His providence in in those mundane things and, and being 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 present to that, um, being grateful to that. Do all those things. Um, I want us to to as we jump into a new season of podcasts, right? Um, maybe, maybe take a big step and, and here's, here's what that big step is. I don't want to scare anybody. Okay. So I'm I'm going to give it to you right now. (laughs) Um, one of the things that we've been, I've been talking about with our, our teen leaders, we have a peer leadership program here. And one of the things I've been talking about with them all summer is, um, is commitment. Okay. And what does your commitment to God uh, mm. Look like that's a good question, and I'm not saying this to, to shame anybody. Like, right. like I, I have to I have to think about this. Get right, curious about it. Yeah, but um, what does your commitment to God look like uh, in the sense of like like you know people who are who are successful in business, people who are successful in sports, right? They have a plan, right? They have a plan when they wake mm-hmm. up. They have a plan for the next six weeks. They have a plan for the next six months for the next 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Whatever, whatever it might be. Um, do they hit every mile marker on that plan? Probably not. Right. Right. Do they check every box? Probably not. People, I mean, we all kind of, um, uh, you know, we let our fears and failures, you know, kind of stack up and we have to work through different things. And, and, you know, um, sometimes it, it, you know, the road gets really rocky or, or, you know, your vision gets clouded, whatever. Um, but I think people who are successful, kind of all have that thing in common of they they know what the end goal is mm-hmm. they might not know what it looks like they might not know what it's really going to take to get there but they know that if they keep working if they stay committed um that eventually it'll it'll, it'll get there right that their their success will be realized i think um that's kind of a metaphor for our relationship with god sure right? and i think when we look at okay um you know, where am I at? Like I was doing my, my personal prayer with God. Uh, I looked at it and I said, well, I'm not good at that. So I just kind of let that be a thing over there that I didn't really visit because it felt shameful. Right. When in reality, God was calling me like, Hey, like this doesn't feel good because it's not complete. It's not where you're supposed to be. Uh, It's not where I created you to be. Right. And that's not a shameful thing. Interesting. That's just like the reality of it. Yeah. So, so one thing I've been kind of really thinking about for this season with the podcast and, and something to kind of keep in our mind is, is where are we going? That's so good. Where are we going in our relationship with God? And I don't mean that there's a right answer. Like, where are you going? And what, whatever, it's an individual yeah, whatever question. God is calling you to on your heart, whether it's maybe, you know, being more kind, uh, being more generous, um, accepting, accepting something about yourself that you don't like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like, like you know, maybe some big stuff in our lives. What's stopping you from getting there? Yeah. Right. And, and I'm, 
preaching to myself too. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of things. There's a lot of there's a lot of things in my life where I feel like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm not getting mm. to where I'm supposed to be. Well, why not? Right? Why not? And and if God can do all things, and if I can do yeah. all things through Christ who strengthens me, then what is stopping me? Exactly. You know. You. Me. Exactly. Okay, I have two things. Okay. Number one. Yep. Stephen Covey, Seven Habits. Okay. Begin with the end in mind. I don't know which one of the habits that is. My kids go to a leader in me school. Cool. So they get the habits. Mm-hmm drilled in. So as you're saying that, I'm thinking, just begin with the end in mind. What do you want your prayer life to look like? How what, how do you want your relationship with God to be? What, mm-hmm. what would be um, a goal there? And then take the steps, small as they may be, mm-hmm. to get there. Sure. That's number one. Number two, I'm thinking of a song. Of course. It's from the 90s. Nice. I know. I feel like I might have my whole spinoff podcast on random songs that come up in conversation. Nice. Okay. So you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. at confession, or when you're at confession, you don't feel completely fully cleansed because you're holding back, mm-hmm. right? Okay. There's this Jars of Clay song called Two Hands. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? I'm not. <gasps> it's so good. So the whole premise is if I had two hands doing the same thing, mm-hmm. lifted high, that it's just more beneficial and effective than the one hand reaching out to God and the other hand kind of in your pocket saying, no, mine, I want mm-hmm. my time. Sure. I don't want to fess up this thing because I feel yucky about it. You know, and mm-hmm. just how much more um, glorious our existence would be sure. if we just freaking put in the effort of using both of our hands to accomplish the same goal. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and so. And you said something just recently. Which is why I thought of it again. Okay, yeah. So that that reminds me of the Alanis Morissette song, One Hand in My Pocket. <gasps> hand in my pocket. Right. And the other one is um, giving a peace sign. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so don't or say any more of it. Because we might okay, have to sorry. pay for it. <gasps> oh, I'm shoot. Um, no. Well, if Alanis Morissette listens to our podcast, that would be Whoa. great. That would be super cool. Yeah. She can come on anytime she wants. Um, so, but I but I do I do hear what you're saying, that, that I think our attention, um, and it's not... It's not just attention in the sense that, okay, am I on social media all day? Am I watching TV? Did I schedule that prayer time? Did I, you know, did I stop and smell the roses, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. part of it. But it's also the attention of um, giving something its worth, right? So so when we worship God, that's really what worship means is to give something, give to give God his worth, right? And, and when we are, um, we don't, we don't, I don't, I don't think that we think about, uh, something's worth right in our lives when we spend, you know, six hours of an eight hour day on Facebook at work instead of actually Gosh. doing any work. We don't, we're not consciously saying face, face, Facebook is worth more than, or Instagram is worth yeah. more than, right. But that's what, you know, our, our actions kind of represent that, 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 um, distraction has become a God, right? It's become something that tell me what's that, important to you. Exactly. And yeah. tell me how you, tell me how you spend your time mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what's it's important your, to your, you. Your time and your money, right? Your time and your money. So, so I don't want to, 
you know, I don't want to shame anyone into kind of saying, hey, you know, like get off Facebook or get off Instagram. I, I mean, if you feel compelled to do that, you should. Like if you feel compelled, you feel like God is calling you to get off Facebook and Instagram, then you, then you should do those things, right? Just do it right well, now. Just like you said, too, I think this whole, if you hear God um, breathing that into you, uh, all of this and like our whole podcast is kind of, I feel like wanting to point people in the direction of being in constant communication with mm -hmm. God because that's just telling and revealing and helpful for mm -hmm. us to reach the goal, the, the begin with the end in mind sure. is it that you're wanting to accomplish. Sure. And so when we go, when we go through life, um, you know, leaning on these things and, and making these, these distractions, uh, more important than mm. maybe they really are right. And then, then, then they should be. Um, and that's a dangerous word as we've talked about, but, but when we, when we give this worth that really only belongs to God, uh, to something else, um, we, we are, um, we're made to worship. Okay. So we're made to get into I love uh, that. this connected, um, very, uh, sort of like, like dug in place with the things or the people or the hopefully God that we worship. Um, and so the longer that goes, uh, the harder it is to kind of break free of that. Mm. Right. And, yeah. and we see it with all kinds of addiction. We see mm -hmm. it with toxic relationships. We see it with, you know, um, just stuff in yeah. life. And, and I think that when we take a step back from that, right. When we, when we take a, a real, um, a step back from our lives with perspective and we, we look at how much time we spend in one direction or another, it gives us the opportunity to choose where our worship is going to go. And, and mm -hmm. that, that choice is what makes us human, right? Like that's a really powerful thing. That free will, uh, is the essence of that image and likeness of God that we hear so much about the fact that we have that free will, that we can make choices about who we are and what we do and, and the way that we present ourselves to the world and, and the, you know, the, the people that we want to be. Mm -hmm. So when you say start with the end in mind, I think that's, almost like like the golden rule for us personally mm. who do i want to be well i have to choose that i have to choose you know um you know it's like people that read the last page of a book right before they buy oh, it right yeah i i i have to choose what i want the ending of my life to be where i want to end up i have to choose to be a saint right and do take now. the steps take off and here's the thing i think that it's kind of like that whole um how to eat an elephant one bite at a time. One bite at a time. So if you know what the end goal is, then you can take, you know, small steps each day so it's not overwhelming mm -hmm. or doesn't feel not doable, mm -hmm. you know? Because sometimes this, there's only a little bit that I can do. Sure, sure. Inch, inch towards him. There's this really common thing that happened with a lot of the saints, right? So they get to this place um, where they've had this this sort of, you know, incredible encounter with God. Um, and they, they feel this passion. They feel this desire. They feel like God is calling them to something, to a particular thing. Um, uh, mother Teresa had it. She had this experience, I think riding on a train, right. Where oh. she felt like God was calling her to start her own religious order. And it was this very kind of tangible thing. And then she went through like 40 years of this very dry spirituality, right. Where she didn't really mm -hmm. feel anything. Um, you know, the thing is like our, our, my spiritual director recently told me feelings are not again, like not a real great way to, 
a measure to, to, to kind of measure where we're at in our yeah. relationship with God, right? Um, uh, St. Pope John Paul II had the same, mm. you know, kind of the same experience. And, and as he got later into his papacy, he found himself going to confession more and more often mm-hmm. right and, and that's weird to me it's that's like it's interesting it's like he's going to confession more and more and more but he's becoming like holier and holier like why would he need to go to confession fine-tuning fine-tuning well, the, well the, yeah the, the, the reality is got smaller the reality is i actually heard one of my one of my um uh one of my teens say this um uh this was several several years ago in youth ministry we we're just kind of talking about the pope and this was shortly after he was beatified mm-hmm. and um he just goes, well, he needed the grace, right? Wow. Yeah. And to, and to think, you know, that I'm going to get to this wow. place of real epiphany where I don't need God's grace anymore. Mm. Right. And that's when I'm going to be this perfect person. That's just silly. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to need God's grace. I'm always going to struggle. It's always going to be difficult to make that right choice to give um, value to God, to give value to those things that are worth worshiping mm-hmm. right um it's always going to be difficult to do that so if i if i accept that now if i accept that i am a human being that needs grace mm-hmm. a human being that needs help a human being that needs you know like your mom to recognize jesus in in small things that are suddenly big or in mm-hmm. in in you know in really every way possible, right? I, I, I want to recognize Jesus everywhere. Um, if I commit to that, if I commit to that, if I make that my daily thing, right? And mm-hmm. I can have the, the long-term goal of, I want to be a saint, right? And I'm not yeah. saying necessarily I want like a canonization mass. When I die, I want to go to heaven, yeah. right? That's the thing that I'm I looking for. I want to skip purgatory, right? Um, or, or I want it to just be like a wave and like, like hey, I walk on by. Yeah, yeah. I got the fast pass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to the front of the line. But, but even more than that, I want to be in God's good graces, mm-hmm. right? I want to be with God. Then I got to commit on a daily basis to, to accepting the grace, mm. you know, and, and that, that for me, I realized this it summer. It requires our participation. That's where my commitment lies. And it has to be a real, um, a real intentional sort of tangible thing is God, I'm going to accept your grace today. Uh, and, and I'm going to remind myself that even though something crazy is going on in my life, that you're, you know, that you're here. And if I feel like being mad at you, I'm going to, I'm going to be mad at you. If I feel like being happy with you, I'm going to be happy with you because those emotions, that's where those emotions come into play is, is, is not, that's not the end all be all of our contact with God. That's really kind of how we we recognize how things are affecting us, mm-hmm. right? Maybe not, um, you know, we, 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 we pay a little bit too much attention to that, right? Because how things are affecting us is really just the first step in recognizing, hey, God, I, I need you. In this happy time, yeah. in this sad time, whatever it is, I, I need you. We need to talk. And so... There's another um, Jars of Clay song called I Need You. Just there's a, a Matt Marr song. Uh, yeah, that too. Lord, I need but you. I was here in Jars of Clay. Why is Jars of Clay on my mind? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. They're, they're, I mean, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I don't know if there's an Alonis Morissette song called I Need You. <laughs> there, there might be. Uh, who um, knows who she's needing? I don't even know what the reference would be. I don't know either. Um, Can anyway. I tell you about another song? Yes. Okay, so um, recently when things were just hitting, like all the um, all the things, the, the, the loved ones with... COVID distress and the hurricane and all that. And I shared with you that I, w- 
the, I heard the song in my playlist mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, that I felt like that was heaven sent. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, Jesus, I have my doubts by John Foreman, mm-hmm. but the, the end, what do you call it when it's like, not the verse, not the refrain, but the, the bridge, the bridge, the yeah. bridge, yeah. the bridge, you're smiling like, gosh, wow, you're a goop. No, okay. not at all. That's funny. Um, but he get, he gets really high and he says, are you there? Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm scared and something, I don't know all the words, look it up. Mm -hmm. Friends, look it up. It's good. It's just so good. And I felt comforted because I've, uh, why do I do this to myself? But I felt, I felt those things like, how is all this stuff falling apart at the same time? How much more can I take or anyone take? And, and it was kind of a cry and a plea. Like, are you there? Mm -hmm. How can you be there? And this is still happening. Mm -hmm. And it felt comforting to me that, Someone else has felt that, has prayed that, has written a song about it, sure. and it's on the radio because, guess what? It's a common, it's a common feeling, absolutely. Which can only come from a close relationship with God, because I think if we weren't close, then I would not want to question Him, because I would feel like that would be, you know, I don't want Him to think I'm doubting Him, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be all pretty and nice and not make a sound. Mm-hmm. But really, in my closeness to Him. I need to lay some real crap down the line and say, are you there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it all, it all, I mean, it all comes back to pride. It all comes back to <sighs> what am I letting kind of get in the way of, of Got that it. communication with God, of, yeah. of being in communion with him. And, and I think for a lot of us, um, maybe some of us who uh, like, um, who feel like maybe we survived a Catholic upbringing, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> It, it does, there is this, there is this sense of propriety, right? Mm-hmm. That we can't, you know, there's so many things that we can't talk about with God or we can't talk about in the church or things that, that are maybe a little icky so that, so we want to, want to bust those walls yeah, down. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing that God is inviting us to. I mean, Jesus went to eat with tax collectors and sinners, um, because, he was proving, you know, he wanted to prove to all of us, to show to all of us, um, God wants all your stuff, right? He, yeah. he, you know, like the, we recently had the reading, um, or recently heard the reading in mass of the, uh, um, of when, when Jesus tells the Pharisees, right? The, 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 the chief priests of the temple, um, these, these, everybody's, sitting down to have dinner right and the chief priests or or these 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 pharisees they see that um jesus's um disciples don't do the ritual washing the ceremonial Mm, washing that that the other that the the mosaic law prescribes and they're like "Ooh, you you broke a rule and jesus instead of going guys shut up we're we're having dinner right which which i think would Mm -hmm. be a lot of people's reaction right like like don't be rude don't be rude come on right yeah jesus says no okay you want to talk about this we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about where evil comes from and how you get defiled right and it's not from having muddy dirty hands it's it's from the it's from your heart comes from inside right and he really he really yeah. kind of lays it down and i i thought about you know jesus is talking to everyone yeah. like there's no doubt in my mind that he made eye contact with peter and james and john during that like, conversation and they f- pompous, and boys. they felt just as uncomfortable <laughs> as as the pharisees right they felt like he was yeah. talking to them just like those those jewish oh, crap, officials did too. Oh, and shoot. so you know there's no there's no place in the gospel where Jesus is not talking to you. 
There's no place in, in your life where Jesus is not talking to you, right? There's no, there's nothing. Um, and, and again, that's a very, uh, Ignatian way of kind of Mm -hmm. looking at life, but everything is on the table for Christ, uh, in the sense that he will, um, well, one, in the sense that God created everything, he's given us everything. Right. And then two, Christ will, will go to any lengths to have the conversation that you need to have with him. Right. He will, he will go to any lengths to have you recognize that he's present and that he's, he's there for you. And that that conversation is not, is not going to hurt you. It's not, right. you know, it might be hard to hear that, Hey, all the defilement that you're worried about is coming from inside. Right. It might be hard to hear. Cause you're going to have some work to do. Yeah. That you have some work to do, but he's on your side, but he's on your side. He's on your side and good news. Amen. Hallelujah. He's already There's a song for that. He's already declared victory. <laughs> I mean, there is a song for it. I'm sure. He's already won. Like he's yeah. He's that's the name of the song, right? He's already won. I think so. I don't remember who it's by. Um, uh, but he's already won, right? He's already yeah. you know conquered death and conquered sin and and done all that stuff really that we can't do on our own. So the hard part is really just kind of saying, okay, God, I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's taking the pride and placing it Mm -hmm. at his feet. And and, that's hard. (laughs) And allowing ourselves to see that goal, right? To to see that goal at the end and and to work for that goal today. And to believe that it's attainable. Absolutely. To believe that he will give us the graces necessary to get there. Mm -hmm. But it's going to take us like, um, he's got his gaze on us. We need to put our gaze on him. For sure. For sure. And, and that maybe we'll talk about, um, you know, some of these, uh, like, like the difference between, you know, knowledge and faith and belief and, and why those things are all necessary, right? Maybe we mm-hmm. can talk about that, uh, on a future episode. Ooh, that'd, that be, that'd be really cool. Um, but, but, you know, belief is hard for mm-hmm. some people. Faith is hard for some people. Knowledge is hard for some mm-hmm. people, right? We're all kind of in these, um, we have these different strengths and weaknesses and these things that kind of resonate with us and some things that don't. And I think we spend so much time, uh, only focused on the things that feel good, you know, yeah. only focus on the things where we feel real strong. And if there's one lesson I've learned this summer, it's that God is calling me to, to encounter him in those places that are tough. Right. Can I tell you? Yes, please. Okay, so I, I have been, I've heard him talk to me about journaling. Wow. I keep avoiding it mm-hmm. and I keep hearing him say, write it down, like talk to me. This needs, this is where you're going to let it down. Like when I think laying it at his feet, Mm -hmm. I'm hearing him say, write it down. Hmm. And I just keep putting it off. Like I'm in my prayer time, in my prayer space, in the, in the, the physical location with the books, when the alarm went off and I, and I'm freaking stubborn Hmm. and I just won't do it. And guess what? Today I did it. And I, honestly don't know what propelled me to do it Mm -hmm. grace grace yeah Yeah. like it wasn't a conscious decision yeah i just said you know what i grabbed the book my i have because i've had the stinking journal book like a notebook thing Mm -hmm. that i put in that my prayer space for that purpose and i just kept not picking it up mm-hmm. kind of like the spring mix in the fridge like just buy it but just <laughs> don't open it don't just, buy it. It. just buy it so you can throw, throw it, it away, away a week yes. later yeah exactly 
exactly. Been there and done that. So, I, so this notebook's just been sitting there. So today I move locations. So I usually mm. sit in a comfy chair. Mm-hmm. And today I went to the kitchen table where it could, you know, where writing would be, would, would feel flowy. Mm-hmm. Like Chloe. Why did I say I that? Know. I don't know. Um, yeah. And it was just really good and beautiful and weird because like some of the things that were coming out of my pen Mm -hmm. I don't know that I was completely in control of those thoughts that's amazing I mean like praise God for that that's that's amazing and and I think I I, I I need to go back and read it because I don't know so so one thing that I've noticed um in on like putting on retreats or like especially working maybe working with our our pre-confirmation kids Mm -hmm. um you know kids that maybe uh don't want to be there don't Mm want to come to church don't want to you know maybe they're doing it for their parents or something like that a lot of times kind of a shift in how they are encouraged to express themselves Mm. will kind of get them over the next hump whatever the next hump is um and and you know we this past confirmation retreat that we had in may um you know we had a group of of you know teens that just did not talk and the groups were kind of assigned randomly right and the chemistry in that group it's not that it was bad or that it wasn't there it just they just didn't really talk they didn't really want to talk and so um we had to give them you know some opportunities to write some things down and kind of give them a little more time to be creative with the way that they express themselves and what's cool is out of that you know we've had a couple of teens that were in that in that small group that have now kind of graduated into our leadership program that are sort of coming out of their shell kind of for the first time that i've seen in in ministry That's with them. exciting. And I'm not saying it's all, it's all because we encourage them to journal, but I think that you do have to, um, you have to challenge yourself in different ways and, and you have to be open to the challenges. You have to be kind of willing to say, okay, I didn't write anything down today, but I'm going to come back tomorrow. And, and I think, I think God rewards that. I also think God, um, will continue to kind of allow you to like sift through your choices and, and to, and to, um, to be, you know, if, if you are, again, if you are committed, if you are kind of making that effort, um, in the sense that you're trying, mm-hmm. you're continuing to try, um, you'll continue to grow. Yeah. Right. You'll continue to grow. And, and some steps, some growth is like, boom, you know, just, I, I wrote two pages today all of a sudden, right. Mm-hmm. Some growth is like, you know, well, i I lasted for five minutes in prayer today and that was yeah. better than I've done in a week. So I'm happy, you know, like it's, it's, it really kind of depends on, on where you're at and that specific conversation that you're having. But that's, that's amazing. I'm proud of you. It's very Thank cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's awesome. Right now I'm thinking like, Oh wow. That was that boastful. No, not at all. I have lots of self-talk. Not at all. Praise God. Hmm. Thank you. Yes. Praise God. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, um, I want to uh, give our listeners a little bit of a challenge as we kind of wrap up today. Okay. So uh, we already kind of talked about it. We, we both talked a little bit about our experiences this summer. Um, I'm going to call this the rearview mirror challenge. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, I challenge you to, in the, the spirit of you journaling, I challenge you to, to grab, you know, a pad of paper and a pen and to just jot down a quick outline of the last three months Ooh, of your life, okay, okay, last okay. ninety days. Okay, so we're in September right now, so um, maybe back in June, right? So let's say June first. So from June first on, this way, 
let's try to map out some of the different things that happened and to kind of think about uh, where we were at in those different places in our lives. So if you're, you know, uh, maybe you're like me and you always think that summer is going to be like less work and that you're going to be able to kind of take a step back and then you go to, you know, this conference or that youth event or whatever, and it's just nuts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I was going to get all these different things done this summer and God totally had different plans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also had like like curveballs, like in my personal life and things like that, like things that happened. So um, let's let's kind of take a moment to assess Okay. okay, all of that stuff. I think for for most of us, there will be a good mix of painful stuff and real positive stuff. Um, and then let's go through that last ninety days, those those last kind of things that are there on the surface. Let's find all of the things that we can be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And I just challenge you to take some time uh, over the next week. Um, and and practice that gratitude for not only you know the things that you can kind of look around and 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 see that you have or that you've been blessed with, but also for some of those experiences that have helped you to become the person that you are, that have brought you to the place that you are, because the reality is Jesus wants to meet us right here, right now, exactly where we are and who we are and how we are right Warts now. Warts and all. Warts and all. Um, and so those, you know, there's stuff in our lives, good, bad, and ugly and otherwise that that's brought us here. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I know I don't spend very much time being grateful for that stuff. What do you mean when you say practice gratitude? Practice Is gratitude, it- meaning, um, I want to, I want to look back on my life and, and the things that are positive, I certainly want to remember those mm-hmm. things. I want to remember the good times. I have a hard time looking back on my life and kind of lamenting. I made a bad choice. I made, um, you know, I, I got into an argument with this person. I um, should I should have turned left when I, you know, when I turned right, right? That, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I have, I have a hard time kind of looking back and, and kind of living in the past in that way. And so one of the things that I've, um, I've kind of learned to do is to look back and say, okay, that that particular set of circumstances was really tough at the time, and it was, um, you know, maybe I did make a bad choice, and I can I can kind of own that, but I can also recognize that uh, that there was grace for me there, and that grace brought me here, mm. brought me to where I am, and I think if you're if you're really honest with yourself, um, you can look around and and recognize the good. Okay. Right. Um, but I think that recognizing the good is something that um, we look for the good, but we don't recognize it. Does that make sense? So we're, we're, we're looking for the good on social mm. media. We're looking for the good in someone else's affirmation. We're looking for the good okay. in that next, um, you know, drug or that next sexual partner or that next, um, you know, whatever that thing is that's distracting us, right? Mm-hmm. That, that our Facebook feed, our Instagram feed, whatever. Um, but really the good is kind of in this hopefully sustained relationship with God. That's where this, okay. that's where good becomes sacred, right? Yeah. And, and so what are the mm-hmm. things in my life maybe that I don't 
I don't value things that I that I haven't valued, um, things that I haven't been grateful for that have that have brought me to this place of relationship with God. And if you feel like maybe I don't have a relationship with God, well, maybe this is an opportunity to kind of discern what that looks like, right? Because in those things, um, it's it's hard to be grateful without acknowledging the God that we're being grateful to, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's it's hard to be grateful without, you know saying thank you to the one that's that's so provident mm-hmm. in our in our lives so just just a little exercise I just like something that. to kind of think of and 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 use that in your prayer life you know be grateful for those things mm-hmm. for the next the next week or the next few days right kind of think about those things in prayer and uh, I just know this summer gratitude has has done a lot for me it, it hasn't hasn't been the easiest uh, time in my life um, uh, it's it's been tough just like anybody else um, but Gratitude has kind of gotten me through that. So, okay. And I really love that you're journaling. I think that's super cool. Thank you. Yeah, that's very cool. It's something we can we should encourage our our listeners to do uh, in their in their time with God. Thank you. You're welcome. It's so new that I don't feel quite I don't feel 100 percent ownership of it yet. But thank, okay. you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's okay. That's I think that's even better because you're like then you're having to trust, right? Yeah. You're like, God, this isn't about me. It's about you. So. Even though it's uncomfortable, yeah. I'm going to go that direction, right? That's mm-hmm. cool. I love it. Very cool. Good. Shall we pray? Shall we? How did how did we Monsters end in think. prayer? That was that was uh, Billy Crystal's character, uh, Mike Wazowski. Mike was Mike Wazowski. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, Monsters Inc. When Sheila Schmoopsy Poo says like, <laughs> "Should we do something?" and he goes, "Shall we?" Love it. It's awesome. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. We did our father Hail Mary. Our, I don't know. Our Father we, we didn't. We didn't glory be. Do you want a glory be? Let's for glory season be two? for the season two. Okay, let's do it. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Ooh. Welcome back. Um, I feel like welcome back, Kata. Yeah, <laughs> welcome back. Come back. Yeah, it's great. Um, I love it's that good show. To be back. That yeah. was a good show. It was. It was a good show. All right. Um, thank you for listening and for being so patient with. Uh, with new podcast yeah. episodes. We've got some cool stuff uh, on tap for you this season, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be podcasting uh, through the spring. And um, it's really exciting. And, and there fun. you go. And we are excited that you're with us. We are. Let's pray. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our, Our Father, Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory Glory be to the the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 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 The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, Nikki. Thank you for... Thank you for podcasting. Yes. With me. That makes it sound like I was in charge of it, and and you're doing it with me, which is completely not the case. I think we're in charge of it together. Thank you for setting up this thing. 
Thank you're you welcome. for inviting me to podcast with you, James. <laughs> you're very welcome. Thank you for being uh, such an awesome uh, podcast partner. Um, I'm really excited about season two. It's going to be a lot of fun. Me too. Stick around, folks. Oh my gosh. Wow. We will see you next time. Be in your We're ear next time. Not we love you. See we love you, Ragamuffins. We've, we've had that conversation like five times. I don't know we'll what else to say. We will not see you, but you will hear us. Yes. Next time. Yes. Yeah. We'll be like a ghost. You won't see us, but you'll hear mm. us. One of those ghosts. I don't know. Or maybe like a like a raccoon in the attic. You said you ghost, and I immediately saw Patrick Swayze and Whoopi Goldberg in my head and Demi Moore. Mm, gotcha. Wow. Yeah. We didn't need to end on that. Child, hold your head up high. Keep pressing through the night like a candle in the shadow. The Late to Church podcast is an AMET creative production and is hosted by James Longoria and Nikki Moncada. Our theme music is Candle in the Shadows by The Poor Kings. Check them out on Spotify or wherever you download music. Incidental music is by Punch Deck. Find us on Instagram at Late to Church Podcast and let us know your questions, comments, and thoughts by contacting Late to Church Podcast at gmail.com. Your insights might even be featured on the show. Just a little reminder. You are good. You are worthy. You are the beloved. Look around for the Lord today. He loves you and he wants an encounter with you. Thank you for journeying with us. We're praying for you. Peace. You saw the kids were watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's super fun, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure movie. Luke was taking notes as to, of course. oh, wow, how is how does he have the bed set up so that it looks like he's sleeping? <laughs> what kind of pulley system is working <laughs> on the door? Do you remember that episode of The Office where they did that? Oh, I don't know if I My, do. Michael did it in his office. Like, he was asleep oh. in his office, and Stanley was uh. like, so you want us all to think that you're sleeping <laughs> in your office? <laughs> oh, gosh. I love, I, I love, the Office I love is it. so good. I, and, that, and I definitely was the person who didn't think so in the beginning. Oh. Like mm-hmm. I had to, I had to step away and then immerse. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And then it became like a beloved friend. That's like, I mean, that's like the story of St. Paul, right? Like, oh. he just, you know, wow. he just hated just, Jesus at first. You just jumped us right into some religious talk. I did. I did. Wow. Yeah. 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 Stone and Stephen mm-hmm. being a real jerk. Mm-hmm. I mean, stabbing people. A big killer. Yeah. A murderer. Yeah. To hello, here's a bunch of letters. To hey, I really like Jim and Pam. <laughs> I do. That's good. That's yeah. good.